Hello, this is Dr. Terry, and this is episode eight of Chat with Dr. Terry, the podcast. I've entitled this episode, Navigating the Complexities of Grief, and I thought it was pretty relevant um, because recently a lot of people in the media were um, talking about the loss of a philanthropist, Nipsey Hussle, and prior to his death, I knew that I wanted to talk about grief because I think that it's something that a lot of people deal with, um, oftentimes not knowing how to navigate the grieving process or what to do or how to support themselves. So I wanted to dedicate this week to this episode. So first, I think it's really important to understand that um, grief is not linear. It is incredibly unforgiving, bumpy, um, up and down, and oftentimes people go back and forth through different stages of the grieving process. Um, and just for information purposes, you know, grief is typically navigated through five stages. And I can explain those stages briefly. They're pretty self-explanatory, but the first stage is denial. In denial, when you suffer the loss of something or a person, um, in a lot of cases, people are in denial, not really able um, to wrap their mind around what happened, why it happened, really feeling like you know, you're in the twilight zone and in a lot of shock. After the the denial, the next stage is typically anger, Um, feeling incredibly angry for what happened. Um, And and oftentimes that anger really being underlying sadness, but it being presented to other people as anger. The next stage is bargaining. In this stage, oftentimes people who have a faith um, might pray to God, you know, if you can only bring this person back or if you can only save this person or give me back this job or whatever the case might be, I'd do right or I'd be a better person or really bargaining with, you know, whatever you believe in um, for the thing to not be lost. After the bargaining stage, typically what we see is that individuals transition to sadness um, and for some people even depression, having this deep sense of sadness um, from the loss. And then eventually, um, ideally for most people, the next stage is acceptance. When you've accepted the loss of the person or the thing, and for most people, um, for some people, they're able to find meaning and, and continue on with their lives. Um, And so outside of the stages, I just think it's incredibly important to understand that grief looks differently for every single person, and it comes in different forms. Um, There could be grief after, of course, obviously the death of someone close to you, or even grieving someone you never knew or met. You know, in the case of Nipsey Hussle, I never met him or knew him. A lot of people, you know, talked about not really knowing him before his death, but really feeling that sense of sadness. And for some people, even deep sadness. Um, Grief can be grieving the end of a marriage or entering the stages of divorce, Um, grieving the loss of a long-term job or career change, grieving the end of a relationship, or even the idea of what you envisioned the relationship to be. You could grieve um, a part of yourself that was addicted or tied to a disease. Like for the patients that I treat, oftentimes they're grieving the identity um, or grieving the loss of their eating disorder, Um, or it could be drug use. It could be grieving old relationships or the change in those relationships. As we know, as humans, people change, and so um, relationships change, and sometimes people have a hard time grieving the shift in those relationships. Um, For some, you know, it's grieving different stages or ages in life. You know, when people transition in age and get older, oftentimes you see that it's it's sometimes difficult to transition. And for parents, you know, grieving the loss of your children who might be becoming teenagers or adults. 
Um, But ultimately, even outside of those examples, grief is complex. So when thinking about treatment for, you know, someone who is grieving, therapy, therapy can be significantly helpful um, depending on the support that you're looking for. As a clinician, I've had patients who were grieving and oftentimes therapy is just a safe space to feel. Um, In my opinion, it's less about finding, understanding, reasoning, and meaning behind the grief, which could eventually happen, but more important to have a space, you know, to experience what you're experiencing, um, for an individual to be able to lower his or her defenses and navigate the various stages in a safe space, whatever that might look like for you. And so, you know, when going through the grieving process, there's different things that could be helpful. Um, first, I think the most important thing is to allow yourself to feel the emotions that you're experiencing. Um, You can just think of a tea kettle. When you fill it up with water and put it on fire, once the water is ready, eventually it'll erupt. So just, you know, like the water tea kettle, the water in the tea kettle erupting, humans have emotions. um, And there's but so much suppressing and avoidance you can do before you erupt. We're not built to just hold things in um, without you know, expressing it or experiencing it, eventually it'll come out. So really accepting that, yes, grief is hard. Yes, it will likely sting, but allowing yourself to feel the emotions, you know, to me is very, very vital. Next, I think it's really important to have a support system, even if it's just one person that can sit in silence with you, talk to you when you're needing a listening ear or someone just to be that support for you. Um, It's really important for people to be mindful that isolation is the enemy of healing. And I think, you know, don't get me wrong, when someone is experiencing a deep sense of sadness um, or even depression, in a lot of cases, it feels really good to just sit in it and oftentimes sitting in it alone. But allowing yourself to be isolated often just keeps you stuck with your thoughts deepening the sadness, and it could leave less opportunity for you to experience pleasurable things that could help manage the grief. Um, Next, I think it's really important to give yourself time. There's, you know, a saying that time heals all wounds. And honestly, I would edit that saying by saying that time heals some wounds, not necessarily all. Um, deaths and or loss, whether expected or unexpected, they're hard. And so your brain often has to catch up later than your body does. Um, It takes time to unlearn your normal routine um, after losing a person or after, you know, changing jobs or losing a thing or navigating through a different stage in life. So allowing the process to happen, um, Without having this, you know, self-imposed timeline of when and how it's supposed to happen to me is really important. So when you're thinking about being a support person for someone who's grieving, I think there's certain things that could be helpful to be mindful of. Um, To me, the biggest thing is to not be overbearing. You know, in most cases, the individuals who are grieving might not know what they want or what they need themselves. So giving that person space and time Um, while being supportive could be really important and really cathartic for that person. You know, personally, when I've tried to support individuals in my life, friends or acquaintances who are grieving, I often ask certain questions, you know, to kind of put the ball in their court, but for them to know that I'm still here for support. One question I always ask is, how can I support you? 
Another question is, would you like me to do X, Y, Z? Another question that I sometimes ask, you know, or sometimes say to people is that, you know, I can't imagine what you're going through, but I'm here to help you in any way. Just let me know. You know, and I think statements like that are intended to let the person know that you're there, but not imposing what you think they need or how you think they're feeling. You know, I think an annoying thing of someone who's grieving is people telling them how they should feel or how they might be feeling, because in a lot of cases that might not be true. Um, But ultimately, you know, I can't emphasize enough that grief takes time. It's so important to be gentle with yourself and the people who might be going through the process. Um, The hurt and pain really could last for weeks or even for some people decades. You know, I know people who still haven't been able to get through the loss that they've experienced, you know, you know, decades ago. Um, You know, no two people who are grieving, even if it's the same thing that they're grieving, are doing it identically. So it's really important to get to give yourself the time and space to get through that process um, and you know, just give it time. So again, I hope that this was helpful. Um, be gentle with yourselves. Thank you for listening.